Good morning and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. Yeah, I did say good morning, so you know what that means. It usually means that we try to keep each other awake and not yawn all the way through the podcast. Mm. Uh, which, amazingly enough, if you've been at Tanchon, you would actually know what it's like to try and stay awake through 90 minutes of utter rubbish. So now I know what the listeners feel like uh, whenever they're, they're trying to listen, yeah. I'm joined as always by Paul. Good Paul morning. Morning, who's looking rather, rather happier than he was about three weeks ago. That's because we're top of the league. In with a shout, you think? No. No chance. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll talk about that when we get to the full reviews then, yeah? yeah. You can explain to me why you don't think you're in with a shout. Uh, interesting intro music this week, Paul. Um, maybe you could also explain two weeks ago's outro music, which was 9 to 5. Because it was nine points deducted to a five-point gap, etc., etc. Probably just in case no one really got that, yeah. And talking about, um, if you listen to the lyrics in detail, it's all about giving mo- money to the man or something. Oh, okay. So the lyrics quite quite fit with the situation. Okay, I thought it was to, to do with a massive pair. Anyway, um, so obviously this week's entry music was a little bit interesting. Uh, yeah. Do you want to give us a little a, a brief explanation of? Any any child of the eighties will surely recognise the theme tune from Fraggle Rock. Okay. Which was uh, a, a, a program which I used to watch when I was a wee boy. Okay. Uh, full of puppets living in an underground world. Um, this week saw I think three K League teams change their managers. Yep. Um, uh, coincidentally, they're all teams within in with a shout of making the ACL. So I think they've uh, deposed their original manager, who's not ACL qualified, and put in a, a puppet up top who has the qualification just to sit next to him on the bench and okay it's i mean that that in itself is is quite i mean that we'll get to that i guess to kind of go through it in detail but that in itself is quite interesting that the afc allow non <coughs> like non-qualified managers to to like manage in their in their leagues but not in their in their continental tournament i mean back in the uk you can't be a manager unless you've been, you know, like a continental pro A license or something. Uh, but I think you find they give out dispensations fairly regularly. I think really? When Alan Shearer uh, took over as temporary boss of, of uh, Newcastle United, he didn't have his qualifications. Then they got a special permission. Oh, okay, okay. So that is so because I'm just trying to think that you always hear about them after going to my badges. Yeah. Uh, which reminds me of when I used to be in the Cubs. Yeah. yeah, I got a badge for sewing and a badge for cooking, <laughs> which probably would qualify me to be Songnam's new manager. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. But anyway, we'll talk about Songnam when we get to the actual reviews, which will last about ten seconds. Yeah. Um. So where do you want to start then? Well, I guess the start with Saturday. Yep. You went to because that's where all the all the big drama happened. Yep. Uh, did you go to game Saturday? Did you go to Sangam? Were you one of the fifty-five thousand that turned up? I was one of the. 45,000 empty seats and 10,000 people that turned up. <laughs> okay. Um, how did the score finish? How was the game? Um, it was finished 2-0. Okay. How many penalties did you get? Uh, one. Okay, well, that's a gimme, I guess, isn't it, really? Adriano <laughs> um, Penn is your top goal scorer, right? Uh, no. No, Adriano Penn is your top goal scorer. I would have thought Dayan... <laughs> Dayan has more goals than Adriano Penn. Okay, maybe. We'll see. I guess we'll, we'll fact-check for next week. Okay. So, I finished 2-0. Yeah. Good game. Um, All Seoul. <coughs> it was Seoul for the most part. Um, they, typical Seoul game, really. They, they kind of dominated. 
uh, created lots of half chances, um, very frustratingly missed half chance after half chance. Uh, Ulsan were dangerous at times, but on the whole, Seoul had them under control. Okay. Uh, First goal was by that man again, Ju Sejong. Yep, Adriano assist. Adriano assist. Adriano uh, ass. Adriano ass. And then Adriano's ass apparently won you the game with a, a back heel, yeah? Yep, it was a very sweet back heel to set Koyan through on goal. Uh, and I think it was the goal he upended him. Okay. So 2 0, decent enough. Job done. Reflection of the of the game, you would say? Uh, yeah. Um, what was the weather like on Saturday? Very, very sunny. It's like Indian summer. Very sunny, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Sunday was horrendous. Like rain non stop. And it was kind of dampening most people's spirits. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, I mean, obviously that was probably expected. I think. Maybe some people had that down as a draw. Uh, I know I did. Um, but still, uh, not hugely surprised that Seoul managed the home win against Ulsan. Um, but the I one, guess... The one thing I wanted to, did want to say, I, oh, think I, I mentioned sorry. on Twitter, is Mendy is the spitting image of the Wookiee. Okay. The way he comports, the way he like struts around. and You probably do want to say, just kind of... Really explain what you mean by that because I think everyone else is listening going, No, he's not. <laughs> he's I mean, pretty different. With one obvious difference, they are very similar in like stature and posture and hairstyles. Hairstyle. Okay. Um, Wookiee's got the Wookiee's got a very distinctive way of walking around on yeah. the edge, right? And Mendy copies that. He's also helps that he's also like yeah. half a foot taller than Ozma. So. I mean, I think they brought him in because they were so used to having the Wookiee, you know, as that big target man. I think they missed that at the beginning of the season, so they brought him in, like, kind of, and he's, he's been reasonably successful, I think. I mean, he's done, he's, he's done a good job. Uh, he's obviously not the Frederick Mendy that moved for 25 million to somewhere, I don't know, France, I think. Yeah. But uh, he has, he definitely looks like a decent enough player. Mm. Definitely. Okay. Um, any, was there any talk of, there was talk last week of fan protests? They did, did so uphold the K-League's integrity before they cheated to get a penalty or did they? <laughs> um, when, when the players came out onto the pitch the Seoul fans were holding up maybe 15 or 20 banners with a very long message about the death of the K-League etc etc okay. and then when the match started there was 9 minutes of silence before the, uh, the, the, the guy with the megaphone started his chanting So he was just in the bathroom <laughs> Um, I guess we could talk about Songnam's protest, which was 90 minutes of silence <laughs> and just not playing. But I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the, the big news, obviously, or I guess on, on, on Saturday was, it was why I'm really surprised that, that the entry music was not something about, like, it's finished, it's over, the end, or something like that, um, as John Book's unbeaten record came crashing to a halt, 3-2 uh, defeat. At the hands of the mighty Jeju, yep. um, who this year seem to have really got over all of their, Jinx. their jinxes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like winning in Jongbuk, winning in Siam, like winning in Tanchon. They seem to have really got over everything, right? Um, so yeah, uh, three two. Um, Jongbuk took the lead. I was I was watching this on Naver as I was birthday gift shopping. Um, so what? what 1-0 at half-time, Georgia came out second half, one each, then went 2-1 up. It was what The 1-0 ahead at half-time was kind of lucky for John, John Book, right? 
From what I can gather from from Twitter and everything else that I've read since then, yeah, John Book were never at the races at all. Mm. Like Jeju were the better team for the for the whole game. Heavily rotated their squad in a preparation for this tough game they're coming up tomorrow. Which is really strange, right? I mean, when you've got a three-goal lead, why do you rotate your squad? For, uh, again, there's a, there's a whole load of arrogance from John Book right now. You know, they were 14 points, but have lost nine, it's now five. They've now lost five in two games. And you just think to yourself, that, that we've been saying it all season that they haven't really had the form of champions. Yeah. Um, and I think you're seeing that now. That they really aren't that good um, and I think they've, they've just been really lucky with their draws so I think yeah um, they got their comeuppance on Saturday uh, Jeju just never gave up took the lead twice finally took the lead 3-2 in the 90th minute um, and that was it all over uh, can't go all season unbeaten um, look shaky in the league I would probably agree with the Phantom that if so take an early lead on Wednesday night first five minutes John Book might crumble, um, but then again, will Seoul get three goals without reply? Probably not. No. Probably not. It's probably just too much of an ask. I think, had you said at the time, I think if it finished three. even 4-2, 3-2 or 4-2, if it finished 3-2, you would, I think your money would be on Seoul would go through. Yeah. If it finished 4-2, I would still reckon Seoul would, would have a chance, but I think 4-1 is just three, too much. 3-1 was, I reckon... It would have been a very interesting game for the first yeah. 3-1, but 4-1 is... 4-1 is just too much of more about miracles. It's happened before. I can I remember many a game where... Actually, I don't remember many a game, but I remember a couple of games where like Celtic came back in Europe, like two goals down, three goals down, but... Did Middlesbrough not do it a few years ago as well? Like 3-0 down and... We're over there in 1-4-0 or something, right? Something, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's possible. It, it could happen. I think, if, as, as I said, I think if Seoul get a goal in the first five minutes, like, Jeju look dodgy at the back, which, which we've said all season. Uh, I don't think Seoul will get a goal in the first five minutes. I don't think they will. It'd be worth putting a, a, a fiver on, though. I mean, it's not impossible. They have that away goal. So, if it was 4-0, it was over. 4-1, you never know. But... You just get that feeling that if it goes into the second half, 2-0 at half-time to Seoul, Seoul were attacking like crazy for that goal second half, John Book would just pick them off. Yeah. You do, I mean, I think, I think as you mentioned earlier, that like even John Book having, a, having an off day, do you know what I mean, against Jeju, they still score two goals. Yeah. So even when they're playing shockingly, they still have the attacking threat to, to score. And at the end of the day, it is... Seoul's choices of goalkeeper either Yu Hyun or Yu Sang Hyun, right? <laughs> it's not as if we're up against Peter Smeichel. Yu Hyun did pull off a cracking save on Saturday. He he does from time to time. But he's yeah, his handling's a bit rude. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he he, he instills confidence in, in the defence. Uh, and the other guy, Sang Hyun, he's just really there to save penalties and I think we can probably say four one's not gonna happen, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So Yeah. So so I don't think there's going to be any need to but you have him on the pitch, yeah? Um, just so we've covered those two matches now, that that means that Sol and Chumbuk are level at the top on points. Yep. Sol, two goals behind. Yep. Um, just want to toss a question out at you. If Chumbuk lost their remaining four games and Sol won their remaining four games so that Sol finish 12 points ahead of Chumbuk, would you take them as worthy league, league winners? Uh, 
if they if they won, so that even despite the nine point gap, Sol would have won by three points or even level on points, winning on goals scored. Would you accept them as worthy league winners? I think if that happened, then yeah, because that could still have happened. But but, it, but if they were to win by like solely because of the points deduction, you'd say. I think I think if Sol won the league by three points, four points, I, I think you would never really have anything but an asterisk against it in the league. I think if they won by 12 points... In fairness, to be perfectly honest, if they, if they win by beating John Book in John Drew in the last game of the season, then you could probably regard them as worthy winners. Because if they go down to John Drew in the last game of the season yeah. and win, then they beat the team that was above them or was their challengers, right? So you'd, you'd, you'd have to, at that point in time, say they were, they were worthy of the title, but... I still I, I said at the time when the when the groups were were finalised I did say that John Book had the hardest group now because of uh, John Am because of the Jolla Derby they will I don't think they'll they'll, they'll win that I think that's the game that's going to put so above uh, John Book whether it'll be enough to win it I don't know but I, I think that is the game that will put so above them whereas the flip side is I think if it'd been a super match in Suwon yeah. That would have been the positive or a trip to Pohang. Mm, yeah, but I think the super match, the, the the way those games go, I would have been surprised if that hadn't finished like a draw. Um, whereas I think that the Jolla Derby, like John and I will be doing everything to kind of try and guarantee that John Book don't win the league. Don't don't win the league, right? Um, especially if they're involved in this protest as well. So for me, looking at it, I think John Book have a tougher last four just because of that John and match. So at the moment, the level on points, which is solely down to the nine-point gap. Mm -hmm. Coincidentally, so far in the league, Chumbuk have played Seoul three times and taken nine points off them. Yep. If Seoul had performed even in one of those games... They'd be sitting above them, right? Right. Okay. Uh, the other, I guess the other game on Saturday uh, was the big... Pohan the, the, Bloomings. The big one at the bottom. Pohan Bloomings. Uh, I, I think... Um, Puan took a relatively early lead, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think everyone had that one down probably as a Pohang win because, uh, like, of how Pohang had been winning a couple of games in a row. Yeah. Like, the Blue Banks have still been drawing. That's an incredible, I think that's something like 16, 17 now, 17 draws. If you look at the table, Blue Wings have actually got the least wins of any team in, in yeah. the league. I think they've got six, six wins all season. Yeah. Even Suwon City have managed seven or eight. Yeah, I mean it's like they're, as we've discussed, like they're not, like they've had a poor season, and I think, you know, that I actually wrote on my blog saying that you know that the optimists out there, you know, will say, well, with those seventeen draws, you know, like had they turned them into victories, they'd be sitting at the top. But then look at it from the flip side. Well, yeah, if they hadn't got those draws, they'd be sitting at the bottom. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, so it's completely irrelevant to say, you know what I mean? Like, but how close have they come? They've come that close to losing it as well, yeah? But, um, yeah, they've had only seven seven victories this season. Uh, so one less than Inchon and one less than Suwon. Um, but it's an amazing 17 draws, yeah. So, yeah, 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 another one on Saturday, two each have finished. So um, they, they went 1-0 down, then they went 2-1 up. And then conceded a, another yeah. latish yeah. equaliser. Finished to each. Uh, I mean, Pohang 
are relatively safe. That there, there probably isn't really much for Pohang to play for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they were just happy to try out a draw. Uh, but whereas the Blue Wings had games gone the other way, they on the on on the Sunday, which they didn't. Uh, then Blue Wings could, would have found himself in real trouble. You want to talk about what happened on the Sunday? Uh, yeah, so it rained. Yeah. Okay, anything else? More? Uh, so I, I, I went to Tanchon. I actually met up with Mark Harrison, uh, a big Inchon fan. He now lives in Vietnam. Yep. And um, he, actually, he actually came in the temple stand. So there was a few of us there. That, 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 I think there ended up being there, maybe four of us there. Uh, had a few beers. It rained all game. It was really quiet, really muted. There wasn't. There was a decent crowd from from Inchon. There was a like three thousand four hundred, I think, in the stadium. Um, but the rain definitely held back the crowds. Uh, but there wasn't a whole lot of noise from the Songnam fans. Uh, everyone was just kind of like dejected. P two didn't start, and Wangy Joe was his usual self. And it was nothing. It's and really, literally, nothing happened. Like, fun, it was one of the most boring 90 minutes I've, I've, I've ever sat through. Like, sometimes, you know, they, you have a nothing each draw where, like, the post gets rattled three times, you yeah. know, there's a dodgy, like, you know, goal chopped off, there's, like, a, a safe penalty or something, but there was absolutely nothing. Both teams just looked... Inchon looked really happy with a draw, uh, and Sognam just looked like they didn't care. They literally just they couldn't give a shit, to be perfectly honest. I suppose Inchon are looking to win at home and draw away. Yeah. Yeah. Inchon are probably confident enough of winning the playoff as well, if they need to. They, I, I think now you're looking at it, I think that's like two points between them and, and Blue Wings. Yeah. So they're looking at beating the Blue Wings. That's what they're looking at. They're, they're hoping that Songnam go to Suwon at the weekend maybe get a, a draw or something. Uh, and then, yeah, they're basically looking at it as if they can if they can win their home games, as you said, then that's that's all they're really caring about right now. I, I suppose this weekend's biggest losers were Suwon City. Yeah, who lost two on, at home to Guangzhou. Yeah. A game that you really, really didn't see them losing, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. What that does do as well is make a complete mockery of the split because right now Guangzhou are, are sitting in seventh on 42 points, well, Sangju are sitting one place above them on 42, 44, sorry, on 42. So Guangzhou have two points more than Sangju, but are below them on the table. So Chongzhou, Chongzhou came back from injury, uh, scored two goals, Yeah. cement his place at the top of the, the golden boot chart. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's got it wrapped up now, right? And they, he scored his first one in like, within the first five minutes, right? Yeah. And then, uh, I think Suwon got, pulled a goal back quite late on, but, there was to be no miracle of the 96th minute like the previous week. Yeah. So. Yeah, Suwon, I think, looking at it now, uh, they, I think that they still have to come to Tanchon. They will host the Blue Wings, or maybe I think they'll host the Blue Wings. I'm not sure if that's one of the... Yeah, because their three away game is, is in Tanchon. So they'll host the Blue Wings. The game against Inchon, huge games, but you just look at it and say, sitting at the bottom on 33 points, the Three points behind Inchon, five behind the, the Blue Wings. You're just looking at it saying, yeah, it's too much. They're, they're, they're probably going down. Actually, they're going down. Which is a shame because I've actually liked watching them. Yeah. Um, so we're going to assume that the Blue Wings are not going to get automatically relegated. Uh, the Blue Wings, I know you've got... Uh, the Blue Wings could still make the playoff, but I doubt it. I think, I think you'll find 
uh, they'll do just enough to, to keep their head above water. They have, I, I mean, Jonathan scored two on, on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, he's scoring goals at the right time. I think that's now like five games in a row he scored. He scored, he hadn't scored at all until he scored against Songnam, then he scored against John Book, then he scored against Blue in the middle. Mm. After John Book game, I can't remember who, who, who they played, he scored again, and then he scored two against uh, Pohang. So he scored four in a row. Scored against Suwon City then. Suwon City, yeah. I think he so, scored two there as well. I think he scored two as well, yeah. So he, he, he scored like four games or five games in a row, yeah. So the final format, the right time to save them. So the other classic game was uh, uh, Sanju versus Chonam. Chonam, which one nil was it? One nil to uh, to Chonam, yeah. So we talk about that. Not much to say. <laughs> Not much to say, yeah. Um, but, but following, I know it must have been before that. Uh, Sangju obviously not not going to qualify for the ACL because they weren't invited to the the shindig the the pre ACL briefing. Uh-huh. So I think they invited eight clubs, namely Chonbuk, Seoul, Ulsan, Cheju, Chonnam, Blue Wings, Puchon. Uh, it must be seven clubs because Ulsan, Ulsan and Seoul are yeah. invited from both directions. I, I mean, I think what's interesting about that is I could be hugely wrong. But I thought the Thai police or the Thai army played in the ACL. There's like a whole lot of like, no one really knows if the, if the army team is allowed in or not. I mean, everyone is saying that they're not. But I'm fairly certain the Thai army team. Because they, they, the, the, the article I wrote, I, I read, sorry, um, said that the K-League had invited all teams that mm. were, had a possibility of qualifying yeah. at this time. But Sangji were admitted. Yeah. But as when I looked at the, the league table, mathematically they still could could have got in. Yeah, so, so I, I think. Not... So I'm going to assume that that army team is not allowed in. But yeah, I'm f- I'm sure the Thai police or the Thai army team has been in. And I'm the... sure. But then again, I could be wrong there. But it definitely looks as if signed you and are not allowed. Which then does make you begin to question: Should there even be an army and a police team then? Because they take. What's the point? Do you know what I mean? If they can't qualify. You know, if they get the cup final and win the cup and can't make it into the ACL, then what really is the point in having them? Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, we've had all the, the complete and utter embarrassment of Ansan this season. This, uh, this the, week, do you, want, do you want to talk about? Well, this week as well, yeah. I mean, challenge. The, how did it finish? The, 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 the last I saw it was five 0 to Chunju, Yeah, did they it finish, worse? Finish eight one. Eight one. Chunju have been who have been a poor side for the last few years. Yeah. They are currently next to bottom, although they did pull off a, an, what we thought at the time was an amazing 3-2 win against Pujon, but to go and beat league leaders 8-1, yeah. it's just it's mental. But it just looks as if Einstein have chucked it, right? They just don't care. They, they're just... They, they're, I mean, the players have chucked it, the manager has obviously chucked it, he seems to... Well, he's on a ban right now, right? He's on that, like... Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of... <laughs> I think we said in last week's podcast, like he's got a five match ban for the last five games of the season. How is that going to affect the squad? Yeah, well, I think we're seeing it now, right? <laughs> I mean, eight one. I mean, that's that's an incredible. Uh, I mean, I mean, if it was eight one to Eland, eight one to Daegu, eight one to you know like Goyang or something. Well, eh, not Goyang, but you know the Gangwon or something. Fine. Yeah. But eight one to Chunju. I don't think Chunju have scored eight goals all season. 
<laughs> and they knock up eight in one game. Uh, yeah, complete and utter embarrassment. I mean, no team, no team at the top of the league should ever lose that, you know, with that margin in any, you know, game in the domestic league. It was a bit of an odd week in the uh, the challenge this week, right? Because obviously Ansan got humped eight one by Chengdu. Tegu lost one nil to Eland with yeah. a very Shoes. very very late goal. Uh, I think Kang won. They lost two one to Kyungnam, was it? No. Two one to Kyungnam beat Kyungnam beat Koyang three two away. Right. Uh, it went three 0 up in about twenty minutes and then conceded two goals. Kang won lost two one to Pusan. Uh Tejon. Tejon, I think it was one. Yeah. And Pucha beat Anyang 1-0, yeah? Yeah. So basically like Yeah, I mean they, they, that result for uh Elan was massive. I mean that's I mean they're still with a th- they're still three points behind there are three points, sorry, behind Busan. Yeah. Uh Busan didn't play. Um so, yeah, I mean, the playoff spot is still there, I guess. Well, that, that was a massive result for Pouchon, right? Because they'd obviously seen that, that Kangwon and Tego had lost already. Yeah. So then the pressure was on them, and they let quite late goal from Lukian again, I think. Yeah. Eight, 80 something minutes. But to get that win and put them back up to third, has it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, how do you want to view them? Third or second? Third, right? Third. Okay. So yeah, so they basically the table looks like this. Yeah, Ansan are still top on sixty four, Daegu are second on sixty three, with uh, a fifteen goal difference. Buchon are third on sixty three with a fourteen goal difference. Uh, Gangwon are fourth on sixty two. Uh, Busan are fifth on fifty eight, and then behind them is Eland on fifty five and sixth. So Eland's and I I I, I said Dejon. On 54, but they played one game more, so... And there's another round of games tomorrow, right? Yes. So, I think... Um, Elan still win with a chance. Buchon could still win the league. Uh, Daegu, that was a huge de- like, defeat for them, but... Yeah, still, still in with a shout, yeah? So, yeah, so, I mean... I guess the league right now, they both leagues are pretty... Pretty competitive. Like we still have the yeah, like kind of, you know, the title at the top still to be won. We still have like the playoff and the relegation still to be sorted in the classic and then in the challenge. It's yes, yeah, anyone. Do you want to go through teams. tomorrow's for fixtures real quick? Uh, tomorrow we have. Uh, give me one second. I'll get them up. Uh, so t- tomorrow, we have Gyeongnam host Ansan. Okay. Seven 0 <laughs> Okay. Uh, Chunju host Eland. Do you think they'll score another eight? Uh, I don't think they will, no. Uh, the big one is probably Busan host Gangwon. Okay. Because that one's got to, like, something's got to give there. Yeah. Uh, actually, I guess, bigger than that, Daegu host Buchan. I should look at all the results before I see <laughs> the big one, right? Yeah, so, so obviously the biggest one is Daegu uh, v Buchan. Uh, at a point in time, you have to imagine the way that Ansan are playing... Uh, they, they either Daegu or Busan will top the league come uh, 9 pm yep. tomorrow night. And then the final game, 8 o'clock kickoff, uh, is Anyang v Goyang. 
irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> Completely irrelevant. It's ninth v eleventh. So yeah. So um. So should we should we skip the uh, relatively meaningless ACL semi and go down to Tegu for a meaningful? I mean, we could do right. We could do right. Tegu's pretty far away though. Two hours on the train. Yeah. But as a as a seven thirty kickoff though. I uh, wouldn't be able to make it then. Yeah, I have to work till five. <laughs> We'd just miss it. Next time, next time. Next time, next year. But, uh, I mean, looking at it, yeah, as I said, Ansan going to Gyeongnam, you've got to imagine they're going to lose or draw. I think tomorrow, as soon as as soon as the first Chumbuk goal goes in, we just uh, give up and sit on our phones watching Tegu Puchon in the quiet <laughs> corner of the stand. I think so, yeah. I'll walk around and meet you, right? And we'll do the, the Through the Wire podcast again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, Tegu Puchon, massive game. Um, yeah, hopefully. My, I'd love to see Puchon in the, in the Classic. I think their fans deserve it. But then again, Tegu, they have had those really weird spiked 20,000 attendances, right, over of, of, of the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Uh, when for no reason at all, so yeah, so maybe Diego back in the classic would would get decent crowds, maybe. Uh, I doubt it, but doubt it, but you never know, yeah. But but John, easy to go to. That would uh, give us yet another stadium we get to, yeah. And if they do, if they do, hello Venus, Stellar and Girlfriend when they're in the challenge, what the hell will they pull off when they're in the classic? <laughs> One can only imagine. All right, um, that brings us to the end of part one. Uh, we'll take a, a quick music break, and then we'll come back with part two, which will be recorded tomorrow night after the game, hopefully. Okay. Uh, which will be a, f- a five or ten minute jobby with you, me, and Matt discussing whatever happens tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. Hopefully, the miracle on the hand. Hopefully, hopefully the massacre on the hand. Um, we're gonna have a little That's wager. Probably should have said that. Should I really? We've got a little wager going, haven't we? We have indeed. We should involve bottles of soju. And copious amounts of Galby. So, I'm going to be all the way around. So, if Sol win the tie, you're buying dinner. Yep. If Sol get hammered by conceding another four goals or more, I'll buy dinner. And they'll be it's... green four or they'll be green three? Uh, I thought it was four. Four thought, or more. I thought it was three because of the difference. A goal difference of three or more, the, the same as now. Okay, so 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 what you want is... So Chumbuk to win 3-0 or 4-1 or 5-2 yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. Okay, so goal difference of three. They, re- they repeat their goal difference of three. Yeah. I'll buy dinner. Uh, yep, and if, and if so pull it off, I'll buy dinner. Okay, and if it's 1-0 or 0-0 or 2-1 or whatever. <laughs> then we'll have a beer at AGS <laughs> and call it quits. <laughs> okay, sweet. Okay, uh, so pick that up in a sec. Right, me and Matt are out outside the GS25 after the match. Being held apart. Uh, yeah, someone <laughs> stood between us like an arm's length apart. Uh, Mark was supposed to be here giving his point of view on the match, but apparently he's chatting up Kelly at the minute, so um, good luck to him there. We won't, we won't interrupt that. Uh, plus, I'm not quite sure I can refrain from hitting him at the minute. So <laughs> He looks it. good with that Celtic scarf and green shirt on, though, doesn't he? I, I, to be honest, I can't believe, after the number of times he's been to Seoul, that he's gone in the away end today. I, I don't get it, to be honest. And I feel slightly annoyed about it. Yeah. So, uh, What was your take on the match? Obviously, it's finished 2-1 to Seoul. Um, 
I mean, it's probably a, a just result for on the day. I think Sol played better in the first half and and better in the second half. Yeah, better in the second half ultimately. But the thing is, it once it, oh, John Book needed to get a goal and John Book got a goal and that was it. it. Once they had that one goal, there was no chance of them overcoming the aggregate. I don't think. Excuse me, we're recording something. Here. Can you just piss off? Uh, sorry guys, I was otherwise uh, involved with a rather engaging matter. Did you get a phone number? Uh, it was business, I did indeed. Um, so yeah, I think I would probably echo what Matt said there at the, at the end there. Uh, pretty much once John Book got the goal, it was probably over. I think, to be honest, that, that one-on-one, that, uh, I'm not really sure what... Do you say John? Do you say John, that one-on-one, I think if he'd buried that, it would have been a If he'd have lobbed the keeper, which he should have done, right? If he'd have scored... The keeper, the keeper was so far off his line yeah. he really should have tried to lob him rather than passing yeah. I, I don't understand what was going through it but well, that ball hits in it 2-0 so at that point in time I reckon so would have won it as it turned out didn't that maybe I mean Drew Sejong most overrated player in the K-League I think we can all there's oh. no single person <laughs> in a podcast ever that said he was good nobody has ever praised him ever I can't <laughs> All right. I've never said a good word about Drew Sejong and, um, but, uh, yeah, that, but it was unfortunate I think uh, not a big crowd, which was my biggest right, issue, cool. I would say. Yeah. I think so could have brought more. Uh, John would probably brought what was expected, but I still think so could have brought more. It's a boring, boring first half, to be honest. John would never turned up. Uh, like, from my point of view, um, Seoul should have had only one objective tonight, and that was to score three goals. Obviously, they failed in that, so t- winning 2-1 is completely meaningless. 2-0 would have been meaningless. Hey! They needed to score three goals. They didn't do that, so everything yeah. else is irrelevant. Yep. But having well, said that, they did have the chances to score way more than three. Although I, yes. I although I assume, like if if you say that a bit of luck or a bit more class from Seoul in the first half, they would have gone in on a level on aggregate. But you would assume at half time, at that point, Chumbuk would have started to yeah. turn up. I would have said, yeah. First half, um, Chumbuk didn't turn up at all. Actually, the phantom texting said because I was waiting in a queue for beers at half time yeah. and the fandom said both teams are out and my text my text back was like oh John Book have turned up this time I don't think John Book were there for first half didn't think they were in the second half either to be perfectly honest so should have should have done more but the one thing I will say that 2-1 victory psychologically for the league is, is hugely important in the last game of the season assuming everything is Goes much of way. a muchness yeah. for, the, for the next three games yeah as to be said, at the end of the day, we can see what we want. John Book had career representatives uh, in the ACL final and we'll all be behind him. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll be supporting Alain. And we won't comment on a completely and utterly ridiculous and pointless, pathetic and desperate banner. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Utterly desperate, utterly pathetic, utterly pointless. And we'll discuss it in our podcast because that was embarrassing to be perfectly honest I, I yeah it was but at the same time I, I don't understand why it was out of view of the TV cameras and in English I understand it was in English to get the you know to, for the foreign audience who may be watching yeah but it was out of shot of the TV cameras so I, I don't know what the point I, I, was I guess I mean these things always go on between negotiations between the fans and the club yeah. so they, they pr- presumably reach some kind of agreement what they can do and what they can't do yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, um, you're happy you're going to go to Dubai well <laughs> um, no I, Dubai. I'll, be, I'll be going to the Jeonju like I won't be uh, Dubai one 
unless I suddenly win the lottery and uh, can quit my job, then I highly doubt it. But, uh, Are you actually buying lottery tickets? I am now, <laughs> for the next month, desperately. And do you, do you echo what Mark said about this, this victory for Seoul today having a, a potential impact on the, the league running? Because uh, up, up, up to now, Seoul have lost four games against Chumbuk. Yeah. They've now won one. I, I don't think it'll be the, the win. I don't think it'll, they'll see it as we've won one against Chumbuk. What I think they will see is, regardless of what happens tonight, the punishment was inflicted after they'd already went 4-1 down in the first leg. And yep. so... They're, they're revitalising the league. Tonight was just... They gave it a go. They gave it a go to try and get three goals, but most of it was just going through the motions. Let's get through the 90 minutes to finish this. The league is still to play for. They've still got the cup to play for. Uh, I definitely... I personally think Seoul are going to win the next few games and it's going to come down to the last one so uh, John Book are the ones who uh, have more to lose I feel so you, you're quite harsh in your uh, review of the game against Cheddar at the weekend yeah. um, have you got any are you happy with tonight's game from from a Chumbuk point of view not really if you consider it within 90 minutes not really within 180 minutes still not really I still think we gave away the ball a lot but I think um, it was definitely not as um, it, it, we didn't didn't go as forward as much as we would have liked to. There were opportunities, but it wasn't um, gung ho as the first leg. There was definitely some kind of restraint there. Just the defence was terrible. The John Book defence was great. <laughs> and, and obviously, you were talking about rotations at the weekend. He dropped Lopez and he dropped Leonardo. And uh, EJ Sung and Kim Bo Kyung as well. And they've come they've come back in today. At least the two foreigners. I didn't, didn't see. Uh, Lopez scored the goal. He did a lovely turn for the goal. I guess if you're looking for positives, uh, Leonardo. Well, he was terrible to yeah. be right? he, well, he, All his crosses, all his corners. His corners hit the first men. Um, his crosses didn't find anybody, and he was taken off for Komuyal, who is the answer to a pub question in a few years' time. Which young player of the year signed for, eventually for John Buck and was never seen again? Um, so yeah, I think all in end, it was a disappointing semi-final, probably at the end of the day. Uh, I think the positives have, have to be um, so still playing or still exploding their fireworks at 2-1 in a game where it didn't matter uh, and I'm sure the Phantom was really happy because he was so close to, to the V-Girls and they had their uh, A-squad tonight because uh, uh, he, 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 he switched around in the second half did he? The first half he was in his regular place Oh did he? Uh, uh, Steve told me Big Steve told me Oh did he move? And then oh, maybe he, it was the guys then oh, And uh did, did Mark cheer Lopez's goal? Well, I mean, I don't know. Yes, yes, he did. But I'm, I'm, I did the I, dance. I've got a, this, I do have to get a bus at some point. This, this, will, this will be the last ever podcast <laughs> with me and Mark together. Uh, expect me and the Phantom next week for an FC Soul Love Fest. Anyway, it was a good game. Could have been better. But I think, given the first leg... Given I think it was a stake, that was probably what we expected, yeah? I, I think it would have been different if the first leg had ended 2-1 or 2-1. I think we would have seen... 3-2, I would have been confident for Seoul to win. 3-1 would have been very interesting. 4-1 was just... No. no. Anyway, I'm going to have to get a bus, lads. And I don't want to... Uh, the Diablos are gathering. Um, I'm, bor- I'm on borrowed time. If, so, if, uh, if anyone's going to beat you up, it's going to be the Diablos. We'll protect you from other Soul fans, if only to beat you up ourselves. <laughs> um, we'll perhaps see you in Chumbuk in a, a couple, in a month's time. I hope so. If the game is meaningful. <laughs> what? Stop, stop. 
so that, that concludes our review of the uh, ACL. 2-1 um, on the night to Seoul, 5-3 uh, on aggregate to Chumbuk. Um, unless the, ACE, unless the, uh, the Asian Football Association, what they're called, pull their thumb out and make some decision, Chumbuk will go through to the final. Uh, my, expe my expectation is they'll put it off to next year and you maybe, you'll, you'll maybe win the tournament this year and not reappear next year. Who knows? We'll see. We'll cover it in a future uh, episode. Have you enjoyed the game? Um, thank you. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, that was a bit, a bit, a bit of a surprising uh, conversation with Matt. You, you think he was running away somewhere quickly? <laughs> All the way back to Chonju with his tail between his legs. <laughs> well, I think it's Sue one these days, yeah. Well, so you, you seem a bit chipper, Paul, after after what's just happened. <laughs> I told you, miracle on the hand. Fantastic, fantastic. So, so I guess no one's getting dinner, yeah. No. Okay, sweet. Okay, so uh, I guess the, the next thing that you wanted to talk about, also related to the ACL, was it was the managerial changes. Yeah. Uh, you you want to just take us through roughly, briefly, quickly, like what's happened and why? So in the last few days, I think Chun Nam, uh, Cheju, and Puchon have all changed their managers, and the explanation given was that the, the incumbent guy didn't have his ACL badge or his his proper professional badges to the required standard so he wouldn't have been able to manage um, at, if their club qualifies for the ACL next year so they had to put in a new guy at least as a, a figurehead who can be the on paper boss okay. um, so I think they had to uh, supply some kind of preliminary squad to the ACL this week about teams that may or may not qualify so okay. So the three guys that have been brought in uh, they're, they're kind of like director of football they're kind of like Head coach, not actually first team manager then, or uh, I mean, in terms of what like on on paper they're maybe being called manager, but in terms of their actual real role, it's just kind of like advisor, just to kind of be there, or or have they actually replaced the three guys? I guess the other guys have been demoted. Like the the, the other three guys are still there; they're still sitting on the bench, but they're now assistant manager or assistant coach. That's going to be really heartbreaking for the Butchon guy who's about to lead his team to the title, right? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I, I guess the, the new guys just sit there with their, their FIFA badge on their, on, their, on their kit and saying, sit there doing nothing. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, oh, okay, obviously you have to register, you know, like an ACL approved or qualified whatever manager, but the Butchon guys led them to, you know, semi-final the cup, you know, like within touching distance of like automatic qualification, okay, albeit and sans issues, but still, you know, you have to look at it and say to suddenly find yourself demoted just because you didn't get your ACL badges is kind of shitty, right? But can you drive a car? I can. But can you drive a car? Could you? If I if I gave you the can keys, I physically drive a car? I, physically, you can drive a car. But if I gave you the the keys to my car and said. Yeah, and then you got stopped by the police and said, show, you, show me your licence. Could you show me a driver's licence? No, not one that's not expired, no. Exactly. <laughs> so in that case, I just sit in the passenger seat and you drive me around. Fantastic. <laughs> Chauffeur, carver. 
<laughs> and I guess these guys are like when you, when you get your uh, your L plates in the UK, you need a qualified driver to sit next to you yeah. while you're practicing, right? Well, yeah, and then you're like more, or maybe it's more similar to the green L. You know, like you've just passed your test, but it's your first year. What are you talking about? There's a green L. Well, there used to be. I haven't been in the UK in a long time. But it used to be that in your first year, after passing your test, you could put a green L on your car, which meant you're no longer a learner. You've passed, but it's your first year, so you're still a novice. So maybe these guys have a big green L on their forehead <laughs> in the next games, yeah? Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, let's move on from whatever I was trying to achieve there. The new managers uh, obviously did very well in their, their first game in charge. Win for Cheju at, at Chonbuk, mm-hmm. a win for Chonam away at Sangjun, a win for Puchon at home to Anyang. Yep. So the 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 guy at Cheju's obviously had a massive impact. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's he he's obviously a legend. Yeah. I guess he'll be running around Cheju with his hair dyed arms probably. And he's on orange underpants. He's always underpants. Yeah. Um, what's what's their what's coming up for their second game then? What are the the weekend previews? Uh, so basically, this weekend. Um, we have well, like I mean, a huge set of games in the in the classic. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start with relegation group or championship group? Uh, relegation group. Okay, uh, relegation group. Um, I guess I'm going to say the big one, but I haven't checked the other two. But the big one for me, anyway, uh, is trip to uh, Suwon World Cup Stadium for for Songnam. Must win game for Songnam. Must win game for both teams now, yeah. So, 3pm kickoff, Suwon Blue Wings versus Songnam. Yeah. That's the only game on Saturday. That's the only relegation group game on Saturday. Okay. The other two games are on Sunday, uh, which sees Pohang host Suwon. Okay. And sees Incheon host Gwangju. Okay. So, if Songnam repeat their their uh, result in the league when Kim Hyun scored that like 80 yard goal the longest ever goal in the K-League history yeah. uh, if we repeat that and beat uh, Suwon and then Incheon beat Gwangju then yeah Suwon would fall into the playoff so it, it, it is that tight at the bottom but also if Suwon happened to beat Songnam then okay. Songnam won't be far away from the playoff either <laughs> so and Incheon lose to <laughs> so it's not all good it's not all good but yeah a huge game. I mean, like any game in the World Cup stadium is always huge. But I think the idea that this time if Songnam can win and put Suwon into the playoff spot, yeah, I think most Songnam fans will be hugely happy. Uh, in the Championship group, uh, we have uh, Jombuk, I believe, travel to Ulsan. Yeah. Um, in a game which. I still got to imagine it's like a really tough one for them now. I mean, like, you know, the, after losing to Jeju, their confidence is going to be rattled a little bit. After losing to Jeju, after being hammered by Seoul midweek. Yep. Uh, how was your dinner, by the way? Like, it was good, right? That was, <laughs> that was some really good galbi, right? Um, so, yeah, so that's a, that's a 3 p.m. kickoff. Okay. The reason why I say that's the 3 p.m. kickoff is because Seoul are playing Sangju at 3.20, which I'm assuming. Is only known for someone for no reason. So Seoul play on Saturday again, at home again, uh, to Sangju at a 3.20 kickoff. TV? TV. I don't there know. must be. Ah, I wonder if this weekend is one of the big baseball games, maybe, or something. I know that we're entering that kind of like time for the playoffs and stuff like that in the baseball. 
But yeah, 320. Well, that's what Soccer Way says anyway. So, Olsen, John Book, draw. Draw, score draw. Score draw. Sol Sangju, home win. I hope so. It's got to be a home win. I, won't, I won't be going, by the way. Um, I'm going to Hong Kong this weekend. Sangju have been horrendous so, recently. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think this could be the day Sol go above. Although I did say that the John Am game will be the game, but maybe maybe it'll be this game. I mean, John Book might beat Olsen. You never know. They might bounce back from it. Once they're through at the ACL final. <laughs> How did you enjoy your dinner? <laughs> it was great, Paul, thanks. That was some really good galby. And <laughs> uh, then the final game on Sunday uh, is uh, everyone's favourite team, Jeju, uh, against John Am. Obviously, everyone's favourite team for stopping John, John Book winning through a whole season unbeaten. So, yeah, 3 pm kickoff, Jeju v, v John Am, yeah. I'm going to say that one will be a home win. So I'm going to say score draw, two home wins in the championship group, and for the relegation group, Songnam will beat Suwon, uh, Pohang will beat Suwon FC, and Incheon will beat Guangzhou. Okay. So. Do you agree with this, I didn't really listen. I was okay. thinking of outro music already. Okay, so when we go, so, so this week, you will be listening to the podcast this week, yeah? <laughs> okay, sweet. Okay, well, that, I think that's pretty much everything. I think that kind of wraps it all up. Um, obviously, uh, we now know who's in the ACL final. We, we, uh, yeah, we have, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. It was tough going out at dinner because uh, after that result, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was difficult. We should have had Matt buying dinner if uh, if Chumbuk got through with a result like that. Yeah, we should have done right. Actually, I don't know why we didn't actually involve Matt in this, but then again. The, the, the last time I had dinner with Matt, it didn't end well for him. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe he'd have said no anyway. Or we should have got the Phantom involved. <laughs> oh, he was there. He was there. He was in the corner, wearing a mask. <laughs> okay, so Paul, outro music? ACL-ness outro? Uh, uh, no, I think, obviously, ACL is the obvious choice. But I think after Chungju's amazing performance against Ansan, I think we need to uh, commemorate that somehow. It's not very, it's very rare that Chungju get any kind of recognition on this show. Mm-hmm. So.